Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Joining me today is Mandy Graywell, Pittsfield Township Supervisor. Thanks for taking out some time today, Mandy. I know how busy you are. We uh, all are, aren't we? And uh, that's a good thing, because uh, yes. that means a lot of really positive things are, are going on. So hey, give us a little uh, autobiography. You know, where did you grow up, go to school, career experiences leading up to uh, being elected supervisor? First of all, thank you so much for having me here today, Paul. It's a pleasure. Spark has been a great partner for Pittsville Township, and we really appreciate that. Uh, biography, let's see. I'll try to keep it really short. Um, I grew up in South Asia. My dad uh, was in the military, so we moved a lot, but uh, he instilled in us a commitment to give back. I came to the U.S. Uh, to go to grad school. I got my seminal degree from the University of Michigan in urban planning okay. with a focus on including marginalized populations in the decision-making and planning processes. Um, after that, I uh, was awarded the Presidential Management Fellowship, and I was all set to go to Washington, D.C., um, but for family reasons, we chose not to go, and as I tell people, instead of telling policymakers what to do, I became a policymaker and tried to do what I think is right uh, for our community at large. Um, I was appointed to the Washtenaw County Board of Commissioners around 2005. Mm -hmm. I served there, including as vice chair, and uh, chose to give that up for our uh, running for Pittsville Township Supervisor because of my very strong belief uh, that I could use my planning skills to leverage the tremendous potential of Pittsville Township, and I continue to believe in that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's interesting. One of the things that, that you may know, but I'm not sure you do, is that my academic training is urban planning and design as well. So it's interesting how you, uh, uh, I think it's a, it's a good platform uh, for, because uh, it's multidisciplinary and, it, and it's about a community perspective and I think it, it's a, a good training that, that I would recommend to anybody. Absolutely. So it's played out for, well for me. So um, I know a lot about Pittsfield because uh, that's where I happen to live, but I think a lot of folks in Washtenaw County in general other than those who live, uh, you know, in the southern part of the community, don't really realize uh, what a dynamic and, and successful community Pittsfield Township is. Tell us about how the community uh, is evolving, how it's changed through, during your tenure. Um, so I feel that in many ways uh, the work that my administration has done has placed Pittsville Township on the map literally. Um, in 2017, last year, Pittsville Township was named as the eighth best place to live in the state of Michigan. The change is most apparent in the physical landscape of our community. As promised, we have mainstreamed non-motorized and multimodal transportation within a suburban context. We have seamless uh, non-motorized connectivity, and by that I mean sidewalk, bike lanes, greenways in the densest parts of our community, uh, for example, in the northeast and northwest in particular. This year we're putting in the Platt Textile Greenway, which is going to be sort of really the last piece of the puzzle that's going to connect about six to seven miles of existing greenway and provide for about an eight to nine mile seamless greenway loop that's going to connect our northeast and northwest, like I said, the densest part of our community into uh, more the central and southern parts of the township uh, where we have access now to hundreds of uh, acres of park and green spaces. Um, 
In addition to that, I believe we have literally taken down barriers, landscape berms in this case, and provided for developments that are cross-connected for pedestrian access, both internally and also from the major arterial roadways, uh, such that a mix uh, of uses is accessible to folks within a walkable radius of where they live and work. Um, the dual focus, I believe, on providing for these physical connections using different modes of transportation and providing for a mix of use types, uh, whether it's uh, our commercial or residential, developments has in my mind been the most significant tangible change for our community. Um, on the administrative side, I've created a model of working as a team player to set the gold standard in public service in Pittsville Township, and this philosophy has guided our approach to service delivery since 2009. So just to maybe take a step back so, so people listening understand the geography of, of Pittsville Township. So um, a lot of people, I think, in their minds uh, understand sort of the, the, the south of Ellsworth kind of uh, location, but Pittsville Township does essentially wrap around Ann Arbor mm -hmm. into uh, part of our community along Washtenaw. I know you have, I know you've had a, a lot of, of work on that that's in between Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti, and then the township actually abuts to Saline. So it's, a, it's an interesting geography in and of itself to be working in. Absolutely, and uh, that's one of the things I think is the major strengths of Pittsville Township. The geography is a physical manifestation and representation of the fact that we pretty much sit in the center, we're in the middle of it all. We have such a huge diversity of housing stock, of our commercial and business talent, of our land uses, and I believe that's what makes Pittsville Township such a unique and wonderful place to both live and work, and of so, course recreate. So you talked a, a lot already about your, your efforts in terms of what I would call sort of the look and feel of the community, the, mm -hmm. the amenity package, the urban design of it, and you did talk a lot about trying to figure out other means to move people around other than in a car. So that's the whole mm -hmm. non-motorized sort of trail development. Mm -hmm. What other kinds of accomplishments are you particularly proud of? Um, so yeah, in addition to mainstreaming the multimodality, which was sort of the main focus of our 2010 Pittsville Master Plan that I did in the first in my first term, I believe that in addition to that, uh, you know, when you look back, uh, I took office in November of 2008, <laughs> which was in the midst of the Great Recession. Um, yeah, and I had to, for the first term, really tackle the sharp declines in revenue, uh, deficit elimination plans, debt restructurings, all of those sort of things. But I believe, um, you know, the feather in our cap is that we came through that period with flying colors. Uh, Pittsville Township is one of the only communities that did not lay off a single person during that time period. We increased our standard poor bond rating by two steps to a double A plus. Uh, we did this through our approach of service delivery within a team context that I talked about that helped to eliminate a lot of administrative redundancies. Uh, and we also did this by aggressively pursuing grant funding. As of now, uh, in the last eight years, we've received $16 million in uh, federal state grant monies. Um, we've used that uh, really towards projects that we like to call quality of life initiatives, whether they are to do with multimodality, farmer's market, uh, gateway signage, uh, creating a sense of vibrancy in our community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I know, and we would want to share with the audience, is how important in the overall tax base of Washtenaw County, Pittsfield Township actually is. I think I'm correct that it's the second uh, largest only to Ann Arbor. You're is that correct. correct? Yeah, yes, that is yeah. correct. So what are you working on now? 
<laughs> you know me, I'm a planner, so we're always doing some sort of planning. I wrapped up our 2020 Sustainable Vision Master Plan, which was adopted in the summer of last year. Uh, this year, uh, we went back in January, actually, and, uh, and uh, took on a public engagement process um, that garnered uh, 660 survey uh, responses. And the survey was targeted on finding out how our residents want, to, uh, want us to provide them better recreation mm -hmm. within the community. Um, we have, through donations and grants, provided for numerous neighborhood parks in the last five to six years. And our focus is to keep building on that approach so folks don't have to drive to rec for, uh, re uh, for recreational purposes but can walk down the street uh, for these amenities. Uh, the survey was specifically focused on how to develop the first public park in the densely populated northwest part of the township along Ann Arbor Saline Road in Oak Valley. Uh, we have also conceptualized a new approach to providing for maintenance of our local roads. Uh, so uh, we have noticed uh, that, you know, with Pittsville Township sort of having boomed about 20 to 30 years ago, a lot of our residential subdivisions are reaching that 20 plus mm -hmm. year mark and the roads are sort of falling mm -hmm. apart. Uh, the township has been paying the road commission about $800,000 a year from its general fund for local residential road maintenance. and. Uh, after sort of doing that for you know the last few years, we found uh, with the roads reaching the 20 plus year mark that the band-aid approach that the road commission is taking is no longer really working. Mm -hmm. So one of the initiatives that I'm pursuing is taking on a bond that is mm. going to uh, comprehensively redo the roads, our local residential roads, uh, and instead of doing a band-aid, we're going to uh, structurally mm -hmm. improve their condition and do it comprehensively for all the local roads over a two-year period, and the debt repayment payment is going to come from the amount of money we used to pay the road commission okay. for that's, local that's road a, maintenance. That's a very innovative idea. I know from my work uh, before I came uh, here um, that the whole issue around roads is something that's difficult for the public to understand, but you can only do maintenance uh, so long. Uh, mm -hmm. At a certain point, uh, the road has to be dealt with in its totality. Exactly. So that's that, that's great that, that you're focusing uh, in on that. You did mention, just I want to touch on it, you mentioned mm -hmm. the sustainability plan. What does the, the sustainability plan mean for a community like Pittsfield? So, um, you know, as uh, we came up to the five plus mark for uh, after having adopted our 2010 Pittsfield Master Plan, like I said, that I did with my first term, uh, we did a look back. We actually did a report card. I had folks do a report card. How far did we get in achieving the goals, objectives that we had laid out for ourselves uh, back in 2009 and 10? And uh, we found that, first of all, we achieved a lot of those goals, uh, and we got, I think, on average an A on those report cards. Um, but it also seemed like there was a common theme that ran through the work that we had accomplished uh, since that time, which really centered around promoting a sense of place through infill development, uh, mm. multimodality, and really for Pittsville Township, that is what sustainability means. We talked a little bit about the partnership with Spark, and we've worked very closely with you and your team on economic development. What are some, some highlights in your mind in that area? Yeah, and I think it bears repeating that Spark has indeed been a tremendous partner for Pittsville Township through the last decade. Even through the Great Recession, like I said, you know, when I first came on board in the first year in 2009, our partnership allowed us uh, to get tax breaks from the state and attract a tech company from California that is growing and thriving in our community even today. In fact, it was in the news just a month mm -hmm. or so ago in Nexium mm -hmm. uh, for having grown uh, 
here in Pittsfield Township. With regard to economic development, you know my approach is through the planning lens of placemaking, and I just mentioned that. So I believe um, that if we build diverse and vibrant communities that have housing values that range from a rental of $500 to a single family house for a million dollars, and all that comes in between that wide spectrum, yeah, and that these housing uh, spaces are connected through multiple modes of transportation, folks will want to live, work, and mm -hmm. recreate here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's interesting because we have had recent uh, approaches from companies located elsewhere that they're talking about uh, the reason they're looking at us um, isn't about, um, oh, there's an incentive package or at the corporate senior level we have, have decided this is a good location. They're telling us that their employees are saying, mm -hmm. can't you put an operation uh, in, in the Washtenaw County in the Ann Arbor region in Pittsfield Township mm -hmm. uh, because it's a, a great place to live. So this whole notion we've talked about for a long time, that talent uh, moves uh, is now moving to where they want to live and they make those individual decisions. What's interesting in the past 12 months or so is hearing that employees are going to their company and saying, we, we'd like to continue to work for you, but can you put us in a, a more high quality uh, community? So the notion of the importance of the quality of life and the character of the community to where companies are thinking about placing jobs is, is you're right on top of that. Uh, that, that, that trend, as I should well, that's say. That's very gratifying to hear. And you know, it, it means a lot to me because in November I'll be marking 10 years uh, uh, in my position here as a supervisor in Pittsville Township. And I remember very clearly, you know, when I first started out and I was proposing our first greenway or proposing removing the berms and bringing our developments more up to the streetscapes, you know, there was a lot of skepticism, there was a lot of questions. Uh, asked and people you know would look at me with a question mark on their face like what are you thinking what are mm -hmm. you doing so uh, I can't tell you how gratifying yeah, it yeah. is to hear yeah. those kind yeah. of stories. And I think the other piece that, that you highlighted in, in what you, your response just a little while ago um, was the importance of thinking about a diverse range of housing options as opposed to that well we're just going to build the highest end housing mm -hmm. and then we're when we think about other kinds of housing well we're, we're going to support housing for, for, for disadvantaged folks to be real frank. The in-between is really really important too because um, uh, one of the statistics and I've been sharing this a lot in conversations that we're watching is that because of what's happened to housing in Silicon Valley, 65% mm -hmm. um, of the millennials that live there want to leave mm -hmm. because yeah. they can't afford to buy a house when the average down payment in the valley is $280,000. That's the average down payment. Yeah. So, so this notion of making sure as we grow that we create a diverse range of housing or encourage that mm -hmm. um, is going to be really important. Because if you're a young tech worker, well, you need an affordable apartment or an affordable place to live. So it's really, really important. So you know, one of the things that we know about you and we, we wanted to bring to the fore in this conversation is, is that you not only serve um, your community in terms of a leadership position, uh, involved as, as we've already talked about with Ann Arbor Spark, but you're involved in, in many other nonprofit uh, organizations uh, in the community that are doing a variety of things. Why, why is that participation important? Um, I think it goes back to the fact that my parents instilled in me and raised me with a commitment to give back and I want to pass on the same values to my children as they grow up and uh, what's the better way of doing it than 
doing it by actually doing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this community also has placed its faith and trust in me and I find it incumbent upon myself to live up to their trust in me by learning from and sharing with our regional partners. So what are some of the things, uh, a couple of them, that, that you're working on in that capacity that uh, are important? So I am on the executive committee for the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments, uh, SEMCOG uh, for short, and I chair their finance and business committee. Um, I am also on the Huron River Watershed Council and also on the board of directors for the Therapeutic Writing Inc. Uh, Let's talk about the watershed one in particular. Mm -hmm. Tell, I understand that they have, have recently come out with a, uh, a pretty extensive study uh, that talks about how important the access to that amenity is, uh, uh, not only just for the recreational, but, but the notion of how it's, it's to some extent an economic driver. And I think it uh, connects back to when you uh, posed the question about what does uh, sustainability mean for Pittsfield Township. I really believe that you know it is about the economic, environmental vibrancy of our communities, and the Huron River watershed has, for decades now, for many years, really led the region in how we do that. Uh, talking about the water quality, uh, which is so essential for our well-being, both physically, but as you note as well, for our communities at large, as mm -hmm. we sort of really create what, in some call, we're calling the blue economy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we are the Great Lakes. We are surrounded by these beautiful water bodies. It is incumbent upon us to preserve them not only for our environmental purposes, but as well because it really contributes to the well-being of our communities in a socioeconomic fashion. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think of it purely in an economic lens, but I believe socioeconomically because it's recreational. Like you said, folks are moving because of where they want to live and our water bodies um, are going to assist us to continue to attract talent and create places that are livable uh, for generations mm -hmm. to come. Yeah, don't, not often uh, delving into psychology in general, but one of the things we know about humans uh, is pretty well well studied and known is this, this uh, desire to be close to some kind of water or waterway. It's got something for our, our psyche or whatever. And it is it, the communities that have it, that nurture it, uh, do really are perceived as having a higher quality of life. Well, closing out, um, I know that because of your involvement with us as a board member, also in terms of your leadership position in Pittsfield Township, you've got a pretty good uh, handle on uh, you know trends and what's happening. So I guess I wanted to close out with asking you, thinking about the next few years, uh, what do you see in terms of our economy? What do you, what do you see in terms of our region? What are some things um, in, in that perspective that you think we should be working on? Inclusivity. If there's one word, that's what I would say, and I'm going to wrap it up with what I started because that was the topic of my dissertation is planning for the marginalized. And I really feel that as we move forward that we do so in a very inclusive fashion, uh, whether it is uh, figuring out what kinds of jobs we want to create in our community, what kind of housing we want to provide, what kind of transportation we want to provide in our communities. It has to do with making sure that we include all members of our community in not just a sort of a token fashion, but really in a you know, so that they're part of the fabric of our communities. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really, really important to me. Uh, SEMCOG came out with its 2045 forecast and they're predicting uh, or forecasting that um, Pittsville Township is going to draw the largest number of uh, folks into our community in Washtenaw County in Southeast Michigan. Uh, the number I believe is 17,000. And so for me, that becomes very, 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 very prominent that, you know, as we're bringing in new people, that we're not doing it at the cost of folks that are already living and have been part 
part of the fabric of our community for generations. So mm -hmm. that is very important to me. And like I said, you know, it's about co-locating those uh, services and amenities. And it is for our baby boomers. It's for the millennials. It's across the board. I think that's just the future of how we're going to be building out our spaces and creating a sense of inclusivity and well-being for Pittsville Township and Washtenaw County, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, great. Well, I want to thank you for coming in today and spending some time with us and uh, giving us the opportunity to share your views with the larger audience and uh, uh, look forward to continued working with Pittsville Township on making sure we are including everybody in terms of the economic prosperity we're trying to build here. Thank you, Paul, for having me. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.